Welcome to the teaching ministry of Steve Franklin. Steve's calling is to coach champions in the kingdom of God. Our prayer for you as you listen to this word of encouragement and instruction is that you'll be built up in your faith and encouraged to take the next step in your development as one of God's true champions. Here's Steve. I want you to turn with me to the book of James, please. Chapter 1. I will be speaking briefly today as we finish up our series on joy. What is it? What is it not? Have I lost it? In our series on joy, we have simply asked ourselves the question, what is joy? You ever defined joy? And the definition that I believe the Lord gave me is joy is heaven's energy, it's fuel. You ever thought about that? It is energy in your inner man given to you by the Lord. It is a resource that comes only from the Lord by the Spirit of God. The fruits of the Spirit are love, joy, peace. It's the fruit of the Spirit. We found out that joy is not enjoyment. Enjoyment comes and goes. Do you know that? Uh, your enjoyment might be a little different late tomorrow night than it is uh, today. It could happen. Enjoyment is subject to all kinds of emotions. But joy is a constant. It's a spiritual force. You can lose your enjoyment, but you can't lose your joy. You can only get disconnected from what's there. Because joy has already been placed on the inside of you by the Holy Spirit. It's a fruit of the Spirit. Jesus prayed his last prayer in John 17. His prayer was that his joy would be fulfilled in us. That joy is, the, is sourced by God himself. We have it. We talked about how we can lose contact with our joy. There are several ways. Number one, it is an assignment of the devil. Did you know that there is a carefully devised assignment to steal your joy? Because you remember, if, you steal your, if, your, if your joy gets stolen, your strength gets stolen. Remember what we've found in Nehemiah 4? The, the joy of the Lord is my strength. So if I lose my joy, I lose my strength. It's fuel. It's supernatural energy on the inside of us. So the enemy desires to steal our joy. Fear is a stealer of joy. Because fear is the exact opposite of love. There is no fear in love, God's Word says. Perfect love casts out fear. They don't coexist. And so fear will cause me to not connect with my joy. We talked about learning to deal with our fears. <coughs> Self-absorption. If all I'm thinking about is, is me and how everything affects me, I will lose connection with my joy because I'm self-absorbed. Joy doesn't come from me. Joy doesn't come from you. 
Joy comes from the Lord. And if we become self-absorbed, all about us and our agenda, then we lose connection with the joy the Lord has placed in us. We also talked about how other people can be sources of stealing our joy. Sometimes the Lord has shown me that one of the reasons that my joy has been disconnected is because I care way too much about what somebody may think about me or my inability to make them happy. I'd like for everybody to hear this very, 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 very deeply in your inner man. God has not assigned you to be anybody's source of happiness. You might as well resign. You're not going to be able to do it. But the more energy you expend trying to make somebody else happy, the more likely you are to lose connection with your joy. Fatigue is also a a thief of joy we saw. Remember what the Word says? The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me what? Lie down in green pastures. Do you know that even God himself, Joe, took a day off? In the six days of creation, the Bible says he rested on the seventh, and he didn't even need to. The Word says he never grows weary. He is inexhaustible energy, but he took, a, he took one out of seven days off anyway and refused to do his work. Can I ask you something? Are you always absorbed in your work? If you don't watch it, you're going to become so fatigued that God who loves you so much will make you lie down. Been there and done that. It's no fun. I will tell you this, I've had two stints of seven weeks where I took away from this ministry, both of them due to health issues, I was made to lie down. How many of you know that when I came back, it was a good thing, though? He did it because he loved me. He didn't make me sick. But how many of you know sometimes the benefits of the Lord are delayed until something more important than our benefit package can be brought to pass? He makes me lie down in green pastures. So fatigue is a thief of joy. We talked about how to reconnect with our joy, and we finished up last time with a wonderful passage in Philippians 4, 4 through 8. Rejoice in the Lord always. The Lord is right here, right now. Do not be anxious about anything. Well, how do you do that? By everything, by prayer and supplication, let your requests be made known unto God, and the peace of God will guard your heart and mind in Christ Jesus. See, the Lord doesn't just tell you don't be anxious. He says, here's how you fight anxiety. Here's how you fight it. In everything, by prayer and supplication, let your requests be made known unto God. And the peace of God will guard your heart and your mind in Christ Jesus. All right? So 
that's where we left off last time. And briefly today, I want to tell you, and this is one of the most unpopular parts of the message on joy, but I want you to see in James 1, there is a context of joy that we don't really think about. Verse 2, my brothers, count it all joy when everything's going great and you can't even, ah, you just, no. Count it all joy when you fall into various tests, trials, and temptations. Oh, wow. Knowing, that word there is ginosko in the Greek, it means knowing intimately that the testing of your faith develops patience. The word there is katergazotai in the Greek. It means to work out. It means something that happens as a result of the application of pressure. If you go to the gym and you say, well, I'm going to work out, what are you doing? You are applying pressure to something. The, the, the picture here is that we are to count it all joy when there is the oppression, when there is pressure put on us, knowing that the testing of our faith develops patience. So do you see that the context of the development of joy has to do with tests, trials, and temptations? Oh, phooey. Wish I hadn't shown you that, right? Every one of us have tests, trials, and temptations. What the Word of God is saying here is the application of pressure is the testing of your faith. I don't know about you, but my first response when there's the application of tests, trials, and temptations is not usually saying, well, I put that in the, in the ledger of joy. If you're like me, I love comfort, comfort so much, I want to be out of it as fast as possible. What's the Word of God saying? When tests, trials, and temptations come, welcome them as a testing of your faith that is going to develop. The word there for patience is a little different than what you see in other places. It is the Greek word hupomeno, and it means to be able to bear up and stay constant. Let me say that again. To bear up and stay constant. When tests, trials, and temptations come, do you bear up and stay constant, which is what endurance, patience is, or do we cry and scream and wring our hands and without tests, trials, and temptations, we don't have the opportunity to put that on the side of ledger of joy. Now notice what the word says there. Count it all joy. It doesn't say feel like it's joy. It doesn't say act like it's joyous. It doesn't say welcome it as a great friend. It says understand that the application of these tests, trials, and temptations, putting pressure on your faith is going to develop faith's partner called patience, endurance. If you have lots of faith but you don't have endurance, you're only going to be effective just a little bit. Endurance is what keeps your faith working, keeps it out there on the job. 
Let endurance have its perfect work, verse 5, that you may be perfect. The word there is mature. It means fully developed. It doesn't mean that you're going to reach a stage of perfection in your moral, uh, that you'll never have any imperfection. Not at all. That's not what the Bible's saying. It's saying that we, this brings full maturity, full development to you. And you will lack nothing. Wow, wow, wow. Have you ever thought about that one of the reasons that we have test trials and temptations is the development of our faith, which will develop endurance so that we will lack nothing? Many of us think that if we just lacked nothing, then we could be joyous and, and have patience. No, it doesn't work that way. That's in reverse. There's the application of pressure, and our response has to be to count it all joy, knowing that something more important than external circumstances is being developed in our inner man. In this testing of our faith, endurance is being developed. Endurance, patience, and that will cause us to lack nothing. I don't know about you, but sometimes I wonder when endurance will ever get fully developed. Y'all ever think that? I'm the only one. It's your pastor confessing his sin, I guess. If any of you lacks wisdom, notice the context of this. If any of you lacks wisdom, this is beautiful, in the context of tests, trials and temptations, all the pressure that comes against your faith. In that context, ask for wisdom. Now what does that word wisdom mean? It means the ability to see things from God's perspective. It means to be able to see things from the top-down view. Oh, if you could only see what I'm doing here. If you could only see what I'm developing. If you could only see what I've got planned for you. Even in these test trials and temptations, the development of your faith, that faith that I'm developing in you, is I am developing, I'm, I am developing that endurance that's going to enable you to move mountains. You have no idea what I've got in mind for you, wherever you sit in that little remote house of yours, understand that I have got my eye on you. I'm doing something. I'm developing something on the inside of you. Count it all joy. There is spiritual energy being developed. Internal fuel is being given to you to develop endurance to go along with your faith. Just ask me for the ability to see it the way I see it. When I begin to get discouraged, when I begin to get frustrated and aggravated, it's always because I don't see it the way he sees it. I've looked at what's right in front of me instead of focusing my eyes on the Lord of my life. Anybody else have my problem? 
the, jo- the, the internal fuel, the energy of God, the joy of the Lord. A lot of it has to do with learning by faith in just sheer obedience. Not because we feel like it or want to, but because the Word says there is a mighty thing going on when we're willing to count it joy in the time of tests, trials, and temptations. Ask God for wisdom and notice this wonderful promise. If you'll ask God in faith, He will give it to you. As long as you ask in faith, He will give it to you. Notice what also He says there in verse 5, He will give it to you without reproach. You know what that means? He won't tell you all the reasons why you shouldn't receive it. He won't bring up to you all your past track records. Without reproach means without finding fault. It means that if you will ask for wisdom and faith, God will give it to you without pointing out all your faults. He loves to give His wisdom. But can I tell you something? This is a journey. You may not just be zapped with wisdom laying there on your bed. It is a developed journey. It's learning to hear the voice of God more clearly. Not only in your inner man, not only through the Word, but just in day-to-day relationship with Jesus. Don't make this harder than it is. How many of you get up and say, good morning, Lord? Well, why would I do that? See, if you just think he's somewhere up there in a remote place called heaven and he don't have a clue what's going on, then you're not going to do that. But if you believe the Word of God, that he is with you and in you, the very hairs of your head are numbered, he knows all about you and all about your day and everything that makes you tick, then, then you ought to get up and say, good morning, Father, thank you for the, for the blessing of a, a restful night. It is a ongoing, developed relationship that God desires to be intimate and personal and fully developed. Why wouldn't I do that? Because I'm self-absorbed. Can I tell you all something? If we listened to the Lord as much as we listen to all those other voices out there, what mighty champions we could be. Because all that out there is passing away. It don't have the power to give life in it. Count it all joy when you encounter various trials. Have you gone to the Lord and given thanks and counted it joy for what you're going through? Understanding that all this pressure is to steal one thing from you, your faith. But God is even using, did y'all hear what I'm about to say? Listen, God uses what he doesn't originate. The Bible says God is not the author of trials and, and destruction. That God is not the author of these issues. We live in a fallen world. But God uses even what he doesn't originate because he's sovereign. He's almighty. 
I say this over and over and over again. I'm going to say it again. I usually say it once a year. Good coaches have plans for their offense and their defense. Master coaches know how to take what the opposition brings against them and use it to their demise. Do you know that you belong to the master coach? He knows how to use what your enemy is bringing against you for his glory and your good. Will you trust him? Your greatest anointing is going to come in your greatest pain. So let's learn to count it all joy. When we fall into these test trials and temptations and ask for wisdom, believing that God gives it. Well, let's all stand. I want you to know how much we love you. We pray for you to have the best year you've ever had. Not the best one that you ever will have, but the best one yet. How blessed we are to have all of you in our faith family. You go with God. He's going with you. We'll see you next week. You can access more of Steve Franklin's teachings online at www.sfmin.com.